It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 87, Warriors of the Deep. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jerry, Toby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's the resulting reaction. Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show. Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show. It's been five years. It's five years, this, this crap. Five years! Dan and I just figured out uh, yesterday... Was our was the fifth and fifth year anniversary? Of five this. whole years of doing five this. years. You know, and three, for for three, podcast three people, times, three times every every three weeks we do this, and we still don't know how to do. Any no, of not sure how we do it. Every and time, for some reason, time. Uh, last time we recorded, uh, I was complaining about my flickering screen. Yeah, and then I thought I, I fixed it, and as soon as right now it just started flickering. So it's 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 it's, re- it's related to this show. I have to quit the show. <laughs> I have In order to, to quit. save your precious monitor. Yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, it is the uh, Doctor Who show. Blah blah blah. Tri weekly. You got it. How are you, Dan? <laughs> I'm great, Eric. How are you? Is doing? Everything good. Five years in on this adventure. That's that's crazy. We we literally, folks. We just. Before we started recording this, yeah, we just realized that out. Um, so yeah, that's kind of awesome, and it's 2020, uh, which is going to be the best year ever. So this yeah, is a good way to start the new year. 2020, <laughs> best year. It's going to be great. Uh, how was your holiday season? How the... wasn't my holiday season, Dan? Okay, how wasn't <laughs> your holiday season? <laughs> no, it was fine. I, I don't. It was very uneventful. I don't think there's anything. I think that's interesting nice. that happened. Uh, that the family and the kids the had a good time. I mean, it's I, no I can't Halloween remember. Or it anything, went so fast. It's a pretty good holiday. You've you've frozen at this point. Can you hear me? Nope. Oh no, there you are. Okay, okay. you froze. You froze. Uh, no, you froze. Oh, okay. We both froze. I was going to say it was frozen. very fast. Uh, yeah. You know, there was a short period of time very between, furious. <laughs> between Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas. Was a very short uh-huh. window. Because of because of calendars, uh, and the whole thing went fast, and I don't really remember any of it. <laughs> that's that's a good sign. Yeah, well, I, I you know I'm abusing drugs, so I couldn't. Sure, no, they're abusing you. To be fair, yeah. In all seriousness, I do that for medical reasons. <laughs> it's, it's so people will like you. Yeah, uh, self esteem based. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to erase myself. Uh, is what yeah, I'm getting. Yeah. At. yeah. Uh, self-medication and we're all glad you are hey but but a lot of uh sci-fi things have happened since we last talked there was of course the year was the end of star wars we're not allowed to talk about star wars uh but there was also a new doctor who dan there, there was a- just recently one coming out tonight as I'm, as we're recording this yeah, in and I have not seen any of them. Them. them i don't have cable in the that way uh uh, the, um, <laughs> cable more the metaphorical yeah. way. <laughs> I don't have BBC America, uh, but right. you do. And so, with uh, very briefly, not to anger that one angry comment we got about how we're not allowed to talk about about New Who, 
Thoughts? Woo-hoo. Thoughts, Dan? Because uh, we were... You... I love that there is new Doctor Who. That makes me happy. Okay, I'm well, that's, glad not that a, it ex- that's not a good intro. <laughs> Can you let me finish? It gets worse. <laughs> no, uh, I'm glad that it's being done. I like this Doctor, but it does feel to me that some of the stories... And I haven't gone back and rewatched the previous season. Ones before that, I've seen each of the new Who seasons at least a couple of times. This last one, I haven't bothered to go back and rewatch. So maybe I'll like it better than I did on the initial run. This first new story... It feels like we've returned to it being more of a kid's show in certain ways, that some of the the plotting is overly simplistic and kind of um, obvious in certain ways. But then there's also very cool things that happen. I don't want to spoil anything, but we have some pretty cool characters in this one. Yeah, Um, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I will Um, jump in on that just for a second, and I'm not going to say it. But yeah. the BBC has a way of spoiling everything all the time, so yeah. I've, I've had something spoiled. I didn't from... see any spoilers. I I was so glad I didn't. But yeah, that I'm, per- sucks. I'm pretty sure I know a character that's in it based on right. uh, promoted Twitter tweet why from the do BBC. They do I don't that? know why they do that. Such... They they seem to be worse at that than any other, or at least the people that run Doctor Who, whether it's yeah. them or the, I don't know who does it, but. It's, always, it's not as though they need to things. tease these specific things in order to get people to watch it. People are excited to watch it regardless, so might as well let the the story stand on its own and yeah. give you the surprises that it intended to. Right, uh, and the only people that are going to hook into those kind of things are people that are watching the show anyway, unless they're That's like what me I mean, and they yeah. don't have cable. Right, but it right, didn't right. help well, me. Like, now you don't need to watch it because you know what happens. But it's anyway, fun. it was it was it was good. Maybe it'll be better on repeated viewings. I don't know yet. Um, yeah, and you but, get a second part. You get a second part tonight. It's a two parter. I'm assuming part one, part yep, two. Yep. You Cl- got it. Cliffhanger. I like the uh, two part uh, stories. I like when they do that. Yeah, and right, it's what? two parts in less than a week because they did the first airing on New Year's Day and then starting tonight on the Sunday night, uh, the regular night that it airs. So that's kind of cool. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Yeah, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Warriors of the Deep. We're here to talk about Eddie Murphy in the movie Raw, who appeared in uh, science fiction. (laughs) Apparently, you're right. (laughs) Thriller. I was thinking Michael Jackson. Yeah, a lot of people would say Michael Jackson, and that is a totally... And also uh, fans of The Wedding Singer. Uh, you know, yeah. his friend with the Michael Jackson jacket. That It could that have also been uh, Andrew Dice Clay, I feel like, would have worn Yeah, his was like this. black, this though. I don't think right. that the Dice, the Dice Man uh, the Dice wore man. the red as much as, you know, Eddie Murphy Raw and, uh, of course, right. Michael Jackson Thriller. Hey, and uh, there were the many colors crew. here, though. There are many colors, are. many puffy collars. Oh, uh, the style, sense, underwater. Let's just... And you don't, let's, you don't think of leather <laughs> as a thing that you would put underwater. You know, and I maybe oh, it's right. weather. I don't know. Let's get to it. So hit that button and let's get to okay. the Warriors of the Deep. Let's deep Ready? dive. Ooh, Dan. I will listen to what you say, but I should tell you that the Silurians have long since abandoned the way of mediation. So it seems. Why? Civilized race like yours waging unprovoked war. Defensive war, Doctor. There is a distinction. Silurian rule forbids any other. Defensive. There's no such thing. When we last met, your supreme wish was to live at peace with the other inhabitants of this planet. Now, why change such an enlightened policy now? 
Our policy has always been peaceful survival. All that has changed is the means by which it can be achieved. Or by actions such as we've seen here. You forget. Twice we offered a hand of friendship to these eight descended primitives. And twice we were treacherously attacked. Our people slaughtered. It will not happen again. This is Warriors of the Deep. Uh, it's 1984. It's the first story of the 21st season. Uh, the fifth Doctor, Tegan, and Turlo arrive in 2084 at the height of a cold war on Earth. They materialize at the bottom of the ocean on board a sea base. The crew's mission is to maintain readiness to launch a nuclear strike against the other global superpower while also pushing the boundaries of eye makeup technology. <laughs> the Silurians are en route with a plan to initiate a first strike from Seabase 4, precipitating a global annihilation. Their devious plan requires the use of a painfully slow-moving but apparently fearsome warrior cousin, the Sea Devils, as well as an electro horse. The Doctor must contend with this threat while dealing with saboteurs and spies in the sea base. Can he find a peaceful resolution that won't result in the deaths of everyone on board? Uh, let's see. The writer of this story was Johnny Byrne. Yeah, John wrote... Byrne. I love his Fantastic Four run. That was a, that was just a joke for four That's... people out there. That, that was I was John not Byrne. one of those people. Yeah. I could have went uh, with wrote... uh, X-Men and you would have been like, oh, yeah, Days of Future Past. It's fine. Keep going. Oh, I would have. I would have. <laughs> uh, this Johnny Byrne, though, wrote uh, Keeper of Tracking and Arc of Infinity. Um, the director was Pennant Roberts, who did Face of Evil. Yep. Huh? Yes. We just reviewed that one. Uh, Sunmakers and the Pirate Planet, among others. Sunmakers and Pirate Planet have two of the craziest overacting villains of all time, which I really enjoy about that. And, of course, this is produced by JNT. Um, Eric, what did you think about The Warriors of the Deep? First off, I like listening to uh, your description, your summary, because uh, usually uh -huh. it's the other way around, so it was, I, I'm a big fan of the eye makeup uh, <laughs> thing like that. that you just did. Uh, I, uh, what did I think of Warriors of the Deep? That is what the question. That's the yep. question that everybody's waiting on. I have on. posed that question to you. You know, I check the, it's trending. <laughs> what is he, what, how's he going to weigh in on this one? I liked it. I think I, I, Whoa. I, I don't, it's not like the best story, but uh, overall I really liked it. I loved be, spending more time because I forget, I forget like the combo of Turlo, who is yeah. endlessly irritating, but in a yeah. good way. You know, I think sure. he plays that character well. He's just awful, and we'll get into that. And I love Tegan, and I love the weird dynamic between the Doctor and Tegan, and the eye rolling, and the what you kind love of that part. That is the thing. It's I a hate weird. The most. It's not God, good. It's not good, but it's it's, it's a not. real thing that yeah. makes it feel like here's two people that they probably don't really like each other, but for some reason they're still hanging out together. And I right. like undersea things. I like the whole sea lab. You would already a uh, spoiler of what may be the closing song i love sea lab and i love like things underwater it's always like an interesting kind of setting sci-fi oh, type thing underwater versed in space what was that what was that 90s tv sci-fi with a dolphin and they were yeah sequest maybe or something no. like that i i know exactly what you're talking maybe. about didn't Horrible. watch it 
It was but, awful. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's just yeah, Dolphin head. was in the logo. I thought it was something like Sequest. Maybe it or was. Maybe it was Sequest. Whatever. It was not um, good. I don't anyway, know what sorry. it was. It was. It was some. Doesn't it matter. was probably on UPN when it launched or something. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> if you like Star Trek, you'll love Star Trek Underwater. <laughs> That's exactly their pitch. Was yeah. If you like Star Trek: Next Generation, you'll love this underwater ripoff. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so I like all of that stuff. I thought the characters. Some of the characters were kind of underdeveloped, but interesting too like like the evil doctor lady who is like you know this is 1984 so i'm surprised she wasn't more russian or something like it felt very like uh rocky four uh you know uh whatever i don't know i liked it i i I, uh i got a lot to say about individual things i'm a big fan of the uh mitch mcconnell style villain that they awakened and I just kept it was like Teenage Mutant oh. Ninja McConnell uh, with these like, <laughs> turtle people that just look like cloned Mitch McConnells that talk so slowly. Yeah, that I, most of the time I had no idea what they were saying. I'm like, what? I guess it doesn't matter. I had the subtitles on the entire time for that reason. They're like super samurai assassins that talk slowly. But I guess that's and the move turtle slowly. influence. And they move slowly. They seem like a villain you should have no problem besting. And then you talked about the, I think you called the hippo horse or something. It reminded me of yeah. like a weird snuffleupagus uh, type Aww. creature. Uh, de- de- deadly snuffleupagus. It was kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. But it was also kind of fun. Like I don't know. I, I, it, the whole right, thing, right. if you don't take it too seriously, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of fun. There's a lot of dumb stuff in it, like Tegan getting crushed by the door that's clearly like styrofoam, and then they abandon yeah. her, and then she has to like pretend to limp, and then eventually just forgets for that like she's two seconds. <laughs> There's like two or three scenes where she's limping, and she's like, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> it's like I'm over that now. Oh, interesting. Oh, I, wait, I gotta uh, add one more oh. thing. What's going on in C Lab where? You can be guards and walk by and see a grown man in his oh, underwear, his long underwear, you're spoiling and you it. don't even look at it. It's They're fine. They're not good guards. And it's like that scene happens. So, like, the doctor takes his clothes, uh, leaves his clothes there. So, it's like a Hitman 2 or a Hitman video yeah, game yeah. scenario. He just well, leaves but in Hitman, you, you always had to yeah. hide the body. You got to hide Hitman. the body. He's a terrible assassin. And then These the security forces walk by and don't even blink. And the immediate next scene is like two of the C Lab guys going like, "How did they? How did they get in the base?" He's like, "That's what you got to find." It's like I explain is your security forces are terrible. Uh, but wow. yeah, that's it. What, what did you think, Dan? Um, overall, it was a fine story. This, I, I, as far as the story itself goes, um, there was a lot going on. I don't particularly like the Silurians. Uh, the first time I saw them was in New Who when we see, like, the later version of the Silurians, and then we go back and we've seen, um, I think, whatever, the Trout and Arrow uh, ones. I've never seen the Sea Devils before. They were we saw horribly with, um, done. Uh, I believe the first time we saw that was with uh, Pertwee. Together. Oh, it was Pertwee. I'm sorry. Yeah, yep, it yep, was yep, Doctor Who right. and the Silurians was the, You're right. our first intro. Um, yeah, so so I, I don't really love these guys as an enemy, but fine. Um, I really couldn't stand the Sea Devils. Uh, they are just ridiculous. They, they, it, as you said, they're they're slow talking, slow moving. There's nothing about them that seems like they're actually warriors. They have this weird, uh, 
weird orientalism to them that was kind yeah, of Yeah, I don't know why they went samurai. But then, again, it felt like, okay, here we're really going leaning into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing. Now, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Maybe. Turtles, this is 84. This is this is before that. I think that's when the was, late 80s. Uh, that's like 87, so, I think. Let me uh, let me finish with the story. So over this, this, so there's that part going on, which is kind of cool. The setting under underneath the underneath the water was was kind of cool, uh, which is fine. The whole can you even call it an allegory? Because it's so completely just it is what it is. It's 2084 at the height of a cold war, and there's two superpowers uh, with nuclear weapons aimed at each other. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's just it's pretty much exactly what's going on. Uh, All right, wait, hold, hold on before time. you go on into something far more interesting. I just sure. looked it up, and the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book did come out in May of 1984. Now, I don't think no, they influenced produ- the produced. samurai look. What would right. you say? This was, pro- this was filmed in 83. Yeah, and it's, uh, clearly not, but it's just not. interesting that at one point in humanity... In the zeitgeist. There were, yes, there were two... Uh, turtles, and then I got, maybe the sea devils aren't supposed to be turtles. They look turtle-like or McConnell-like to they me. They really do, <laughs> but they're both in the uh, in a ninja samurai style. Whatever, go on. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's Everything's fine. fine. Uh, just sticking with the story overall, <laughs> the the fact that there are saboteurs on the uh, on the sea base um, that is kind of in a claustrophobic setting that you have. Uh, murders that are happening so there's a heightened paranoia you have this we didn't talk about the the computer interface computer no. human interface as the fail safe for the missile launch with the novice um uh what do you call it? controller guy doing this who has has his own qualms about everything that they're kind of undertaking um the fact that they can do you know brain surgery to implant memories a la the matrix sort of like in a way using mini discs which was kind of cool um all of those elements together, plus a big sea monster. Like, all these elements together as a story sound really cool. It was just the execution was a huge letdown on almost every front for me. Um, I don't really like the combination of... Uh, have I mentioned it before? I don't like the combination of this doctor with Tegan. I don't think I've said yes, it before. You I can't stand it. Uh, I have said it ad nauseum. I, I don't get that relationship. And then throw a turlo into the mix that no one can trust... Which they reference in the very beginning, the like opening scene in the TARDIS uh, with the Doctor and Turlo, uh, that you can't quite trust him, and he doesn't even know if he can be trusted. You know, he's going to run back to the TARDIS uh, and abandon him at a certain point. I guess that's it's interesting. I'll definitely give you the fact that it's interesting. I just don't know if I like it. Um, so, no, and and so they fine. it's it's funny because Turlo is an alien. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember his origin story, but clearly Turlo is also in that '80s prep school boy i mean power pop turlo is still in his like suit outfit from school that's like the rich kid that's always thinking about himself like it's very much that yeah 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 an archetype archetype. yeah yeah even though he really is a uh i forget his whole he's an alien but he was abandoned by his people on this uh remember he was in a school or something i don't know whatever but yeah, it gets to be much that he's constantly abandoning Guys, everyone. Guys, we're, we're, we're no experts about Doctor Who. Let's just, <laughs> it's only been five years. It doesn't matter. Um, okay, so like I said, for me, it was the executions. And that's kind of at every level of this. The Silurian costumes are pretty much the same as they were before. I was reading in some of the production notes about this. They didn't do this before, and it really struck me this time. The 
third eye at the top of their stock on top of their head now lights up whenever they speak because the masks I they like, had to make yeah the I masks like they had to make aren't articulated uh at the jaw so you couldn't tell who was talking so they just did the dalek thing of making the head light up whenever they speak which they and hadn't done before and is super I was gonna say, that's new that's new to this i actually like that because it was like a way of not having the mouth move. And I, I don't remember that from Doctor Who and the Slurians, and now it makes sense. You said they introduced that right to this. I don't, I don't mind. Yeah. I, I thought that was a it, better way I to do it. I didn't recall that not being the case. I, I didn't recall that being new until I read it, but I did. it did at the time bug me for whatever reason. Um, the Sea Devils, the costume is just is just so bad on every level. Like the So the apparently, I'm, I'm guessing, the um, actor's head is inside the neck stock. And then the head of the alien is sitting, like, starting probably around their foreheads at some place. And then it kind of leans over the top of their head like a hat. And it it looks like – it also looks like the Skeksis to me. A little bit like Dark Crystal Skeksis in a way. Yeah, but not anywhere nearly But not nowhere good. Not not, not, – yeah, not Henson quality at all, but um, it kind of. Kind of, but that. they don't. Yeah, it's like that. The the longer neck thing though just sort of throws you off. It's just that and it, that it, and it doesn't. Like they, it feels like they could have done something to hide the fact that it's clearly like that's a person's nose right where the neck is. Like it just it looked really bad to me. It didn't seem convincing, and the fact that they're incredibly slow, it, it was crazy. Um, well, I will say this to you: uh, don't do. be done with them because we are reviewing the Sea Devils uh, much later in the year in October. That's a Pertwee story, which I'm assuming yeah. is the story right before this one. When we had last seen the Sea Devil, they keep referencing "You knew me" in a different re- regeneration. I'm assuming that's Pertwee from well, either would, Doctor Who and the Silurians or from the Sea Devils, because that there is there is an official Sea Devil story too. Right. So that character, like he's like, I met you. Is, well, no, he is, says that to he's yes, he says that to he a says that to a Silurian. But I'm saying like that Silurian yeah. character may Maybe be in the Sea Devils. Hey, we haven't we seen know. it. We don't know we, yet. We'll find we'll, out. We'll look foolish in a few months when we get back to it. Um. Anyway, so so that that's what bugged me. Um, I just didn't think they were very convincing. And then there's uh the hippopotamus horse. Um, clearly yeah. <laughs> just two two dudes in. I didn't know this is what it was called. Um, but a pantomime horse is like okay. the two dudes in a horse costume. Sure. Yeah, that's all that that was. What do they call the three kids on each other's shoulders with the trench coat that are trying to get into <laughs> right. the, the adult movie? I don't What's know that called. <laughs> ah, God, I don't know what that's called, but it's it's also it could have been in this, and it would have been just as good. Maybe that's how the uh, the Sea Devils were performed. Right. It was three kids in a trench coat, but the the Micra Merka Merka Merkin the Merkin Merkin. Um, it, it wasn't a scary monster in no. the way that it was the way that it was portrayed, but you can tell in the way that it was conceived it could have been like it is an unstoppable beast that has electrocuted powers like that sounds awesome well, can we and then talk about the electrocuted powers of the murker because i didn't understand that. so there's one scene sure. where the murker snuffleupagus uh, hippopotamus Merkin. whatever is chasing uh three women and a man characters we don't know but they're living on sea ladder and they go to the back hallway and they put their things on. And then it looks like the Merker hits a switch on the wall, which electrocutes them. So are you saying no. it had electric powers? Because it definitely yes. does a thing where it hits a switch. And then I was like, thinking, like, who installs a switch that electrocutes part of a hallway? 
But so that was just an unrelated. Which we thing. actually saw in the face of evil as well. That's kind of funny. No, it no, it has it itself it is like an eel. It's like an eel. It zaps things. How does it zap them in the the end of the hallway though? I. It didn't, I don't didn't recall see the specific anything. scene you're talking this about. This episode but. is sloppy with a lot of that stuff. We also see the too. main leader, uh, I can't remember the character's name, get Doesn't shot matter. at the end. And that, the yeah. way they execute, you you figure out, okay, he got shot by the laser blast. Yeah. But it's so poorly done. Yeah. Like, you can't see, other than his acting of going like, it must push through, and then he eventually dies. But it was like, that was just yeah, that, weird the way they, they shot that. Some of the effects were really bad. I, in fact, the, I recall at the time there's you know, a lot of laser battles back and forth, um, and they're you know the people on the on the on the sea lab. We're gonna keep calling it sea lab. Uh, are fighting with the with the sea devils as they uh, sea devils as they come in. Blah blah. But you don't actually see any of the beams. Sometimes, sometimes you do. Sometimes, sometimes you don't. You do. So it was very confusing as to what was actually happening. So yeah, that it was sloppy. I think sloppy is probably the best way. Did to you also find this. that this four parter was very light? Like um, the episodes, each episode seemed shorter than they normally do. The overlapping between like the cliffhanger and the next episode right. seemed to be at least a minute long. There's a lot yes. of scenes of just people coming in and out of portholes. Or people people going in and out of air ducts. Like you watch yes. them climb up. Each one of them climb up. You watch them climb down. You watch them climb up. You watch the doctor yep. when he gets knocked into the water and Turlo's like, he's dead. He's drowned. And he literally right. just fell in the water. So they, whatever. And then you watch like the doctor open the porthole, go through another porthole, yep. then see another porthole, and then open that port. It's like, Enough. Or it just felt like which was supposed to be like tense, but it really didn't feel that way. Yeah, I mean, even this should have been watching, three. You were parts literally or something. Yeah, definitely. You're you're watching sea devils walk down a hallway slowly, and they just track yeah. with them for a good fifteen seconds. Yeah, I I feel like you're right. It does feel padded. Um, where normally when I complain about something being uh, a part too long, because a five parter could have been a four parter, for example. It's just that the story keeps getting too repetitive, and there's no need for the extra story. This is the opposite. It just was too light, like you said, and it didn't require enough these parts. It's not like they threw in a whole bunch of extra stuff and could have trimmed it down. This was just there was not much to it, and they kind of spread it out. Yeah. Uh, did you notice the boom? I mean, did you see the boom? I didn't notice. It. I read that that, that happened, but I didn't. saw that in episode two, and I was like, oh, look it at that. There's a microphone. It's all fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's no big deal. Um, All right. So, so what about some yeah. of the, the, the intrigue? Did you like the well, minor plot of the um, evil, what, I guess Dr. they were Solo double agents Dr. or whatever? Yeah. Dr. Solo and Nilsson were interesting. I mean, they... <laughs> How about Dr. Solo doing the, whatever she was doing with the weird hand thing with the, with the Merker beast and then she does a kung fu kick and then she gets killed, yeah. shocked to death what was insane. that insane absolutely <laughs> insane it doesn't make sense first of all i want to know her backstory that she knows <laughs> yeah, kung fu first of all so we could have had a flashback to her training montage so we didn't get that the fact that she thinks that that's going to work instead of running away just the thing no, is the right. slowest moving monster ever turn around and go down another hallway you'll be fine uh, and tries to to you know kick the thing and then gets shocked. I I laughed out loud when that happened. It it was just so horrible. 
Um, but between the two of them, I mean, they had the most elaborate eye makeup, so you knew that they were evil. Yeah, they were uh, evil from the beginning. They were evil. This episode um, is dark. Like, so many people get murdered, and the ending is re- well, a everyone huge bummer. He's like, every, every we could have did it a different way. Um, yeah, but, like, you know, so there's the underlying theme of nuclear war and nobody wins uh, right. running through it. But it's interesting, like, the doctor on one hand is like, we can't kill the Salorians. But on the other hand, there's just bodies dropping all over the place. And he's killing people, too. Like, right, people are right. dying and it's kind of like a mixed thing. Like, well, which is it? Is it, are we trying to be spare people? Or are we trying to murder everybody? It just yeah, was a yeah, lot of people getting killed. There's a lot of, a lot of lot people of getting bodies. killed in different ways. I mean, um, yeah, like the woman at who, people's hands. Woman gets strangled by Maddox, who's under yeah. the control of Nelson. Uh, there's a lot of gunplay, which is, I guess, kind of typical of this era, but is not so typical in other eras of Who, which I just don't really like all that much for whatever reason. Um, yeah, it was weird. I mean, I, I did, I did enjoy the idea of needing to have a human sync with the computer with some mind control so that it could be the safety guard against actually launching the missiles. That was kind of cool. Uh, that was kind of cool. Up in, yeah, that was cool up until the failsafe when the, that was like such a complicated process to turn off the yeah. the nuclear strike where he's like, okay, the now you have to on? blast your mind waves at it, but it has to be in sync. Or It was like, right. what, is it, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, I mean, that that all felt like they were trying to make it feel like there were higher stakes for the doctor. Yes. You could get, but like, there was never going to be. No, and then that guy got shot. Like, his brain was going to get, yeah, his brain was going to get melted, and that was the end of the doctor. Like, that was never going to happen. So it was just overly complicated for no reason. Right. You have, like, the genocide going on where they're gassing all of the um, Silurians and what are the other ones? The Sea Devils. Yeah. And then, but the doctor's like, you know, bring some oxygen because we're going to save them. And they go through all the process of giving oxygen. And one of them, because of the oxygen, it's revived and it ends up killing, shooting the, the thing. But they all yeah. die anyway. So right. it's like all these, all this effort is just y- useless. Right, right, right. So if you're, obviously this is a Cold War analogy. No one's going to win, et cetera. So. Right. And even it, when we try to help people, bleak? we cause more violence. That's right. Like, it wasn't a hopeful story of, like, this is what could happen if there was a war. No one's going to win. So instead, let's, you know, find a peaceful resolution. This was so bleak and that there there just was no resolution. Like, the smartest being in all of the universes uh, can't find a solution to this. So we're all going to die. So that was, yeah, it was a really bleak ending. Um, it was which weird. Was right. And had the doctor not cool inter- to do. Right. Had they not right. intervened, though, and given oxygen, that commander would still be alive. To go home one day, yeah. Well, he's or spend dead the rest because of his days they the revived the that Silurian enough, or the right Sea Devil enough uh, to to fire his blaster ran- like randomly. I'm assuming that's what killed the doctor or yeah. the commander because all commander. of a sudden the commander starts acting weird for me, and I was like, why is he acting like that? He's just really doing a weird line reading, and then he dies, and I was I had to rewind it. And I was like, oh, I guess he, he got shot. shot somehow by the other one. Yeah, Because then obvious. Turlo executes him. Uh, he kills him execution style. He just shoots him right, right. on the ground. It's really right. kind of violent. But, you know, it's yeah. for kids. So it's all fine. <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs> and why can't they turn their necks? They're like a super race, but nobody can turn. It's all straight ahead. 
these like yeah. uh you know they're supposed to be these super advanced Silurians, but they're also not right. Yeah, right. <laughs> they they they're have existed since before humans were primates. Like they they've right. been around ape, forever in their technology. They make a, yeah, and it's just not. I, I, it's fine. I agree with Evolution you that they're not happens. the they're not the best villain. I, I would agree with you on that. One of the things this is so petty, but I'm just going to say it anyway because that's what I'm here for. Um, it's I found it so funny when you're in the Silurian uh, ship, which apparently was a battle cruiser from what I was reading. That didn't look like a battle cruiser to me. It looked like the, like a cup. But anyway, um, the the flying around of the their controls are all covered in seaweed and kelp, <laughs> well, and they're inside you know, their ship. It prevents which, chafing. It's so freaking weird. It's like if you're in uh, on the human on the on the the sea lab, everything was covered in like ivy. Like it just doesn't make any. Re- There's no sense for that no. to make it, it makes it look like it's underwater. It's just that was petty to make me. So, <laughs> so like, why are you doing that? It, I, so I understand the relationship between the Silurians and the Sea Devils. They do say at one point the Silurians say that the Sea Devils were Silurians that were altered. Or somehow, or I don't know if they say they're they, altered, but they are they, definitely related. They're, they're related, related. Yeah, some kind somehow. of like genetic second cousins, offspring, or something. But then they were put in this cryogenic sleep to be woken. Yes, by the Slur. So the Slurians yes. created control them, them, or somehow control. Well, them. at least at least are their leaders. Well, they hint or... that the Silurians are are able to do these kind of DNA splicing because the Merker. Uh, the doctor says, like, it's so-and-so, and then the Silurians did something Work to out. it to make it different. Yeah. Right? I, so sure. there's, like, an island I mean, of Dr. Moreau thing so. going on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it's, this episode is not very good. Uh, but it's, <laughs> No, I don't it, think anyone thinks this is based, – based on the quick perusal of Twitter that I was reading – this is not a highly regarded story. It's so. not my favorite story. I'll, no, I'll give you that. But but favorite. I I did enjoy it. Like I, there's something about like it. the the silliness of it all that is is kind of endearing in a way. Right, right. I mean, like a lot of classic Who. Oh, the though, production so the production annoying. value is the thing that's going to let it down when the idea is is pretty solid. Um, and I think this is the case. I think the idea was pretty solid, but just the execution on every level. I, I'll come back later. I, I read some of the... Um, the idea was good, but the execution on every level. Like, that. that's a good uh, box was, quote. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty good story, except really for the, uh, you know, the execution, execution on every on level. Every level. Well, for, well, what I was going to say... Well, I'll just jump to it now. From what I was reading, uh, apparently, uh, the writer of the story doesn't seem to enjoy the way that this was actually produced um, oh so the script may have been a little bit better. yeah so this so from sound from the sounds of it the script was actually really kind of awesome um let me go back and jump into this uh so the writer said um this is according to um uh, the internet so take that for what it is uh i was very specific in my description of the base rusting leaky virtually forgotten by all except those on board the atmosphere and look was something like alien with the mirka essentially a lurking deadly presence waiting to reveal itself now imagine imagine this story set that way when you're on a rusty uh ship a la alien dark lighting um no one's out there they're kind of they're kind of alone and forgotten about at the bottom of the, of the ocean still with their finger on the nuclear annihilation button and then there's an alien monster on board that could attack them at any second like that idea sounds awesome 
but that's not at all what we see. We see like a yeah, brightly lit, candy-colored. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a completely different vibe. Well, and I, I would love the, to the, see what right. this. I would love to see a a production of this that fits more closely to what the writer had in mind. Yeah, well, they don't play up on that at all. I mean, there's no element of uh, surprise that the creature's even there. I mean, you see the ship approaching. It's clearly someone's coming. You know exactly it's at the bulkhead well, door. Well, we do. We do. But, but they the, do, but too. If, they see the ship coming, and the doctor's like, don't fire at them, and then they fire at them, and then they're weapons. Uh, so, like, there's, right, it's right, not right. like alien where you're sort of looking all of a sudden people are disappearing and you don't know where it's coming from like yeah but it always felt like you knew exactly where it was coming coming from it also didn't need to be this this creature so back to what the writer was saying um (laughs) uh so reading from from the internet again take for what it's worth um Johnny Byrne, the writer, stated several elements of the story were not in his original script, including the deaths of Iktar and Vorshak at the end at the story's end. So not everyone died in his original story. Uh, the drop kicking German female scientist. So he didn't include that. <laughs> Wait, so she's not even weird. in it? Maybe the, no, no, no. I think I think the drop kick. I think the the okay, right, yeah, the, yeah, the, the I'm, fact I'm that guessing. she was trained in the, <laughs> the arts. She, she, maybe she said to the director, I just want to do one take, kind of, let me just try something here. Yeah, what if um, I, and, like, moved my hands in kind of a weird pantomime mirror thing before I unleashed my kick? <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, okay. let's, let's try it, let's try it, let's give it a shot. Um, and he says, quote, Nowhere did I describe uh, the Mirka as a four-legged beast on loan from Panto Horses Are Us. Oh. So if you imagine that the, that the beast was more of a menacing creature, it breaks in through the airlock... Um, nearly kills the doctor and Tegan, uh, escapes into the into the sea base, and then isn't just slowly meandering down corridors, but is instead maybe alien style up inside the air ducts or underneath. Like these things, these elements in the story could have been realized in a way that would have made this a much better story. Even if the production value wasn't, um, even if they didn't have more money to make it a higher quality production, if they just spent the money differently and kept the atmosphere in the way that the writer apparently had envisioned it could have been a pretty cool story um anyway sure. but it, sure. that's not what happened kind of st- but i mean i i would love to see that version that's all. why that's did it. why did they let turlo go with a gun like before turlo is on their yeah. side at one point turlo has a rifle and yeah. the other crew led by that security commander or whatever they just yeah. he runs off and they go to stop him and he's like oh just let him go why would you let him go? You don't. At that point, they think that they're saboteurs, or they're not one hundred percent convinced they're not. Because then Turlo, this is at the point where uh, Tegan has been crushed by the uh, door, uh, and they right. have that little exchange where she's like, uh, "How would you feel with a door falling on you?" Now that's the, my, yeah. not a very good Tegan impression, but she said, "I thought that sounded great." That, that was exactly, it was almost yeah, as if I left exactly the room. Like her. She came in, yeah. Um, yeah. and then they they seal the bulkhead door. And then Turlo's yeah. like, you know, got a gun, and they let him go, and then he runs and demands that the door get open, and then it gets open. But yeah, like, I mean, it but felt he like, was... why are you letting him? He's he's got a weapon. It, it felt it was kind of like the enemy, no sense. the enemy, enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing, because they were all fighting the invading sea devils. But he had just tried and... to attack them to get I the know. bulkhead door open, and what he does is he goes to the main room and, ha- and forces. I can't. It open. I can't uh, explain it, that. Just, just like I can't explain, thing. I also can't explain why the sea devils come in and kill everyone on sight except for our heroes. When he finds yep. uh, Tegan yeah. 
and and Turlo and then one of the security guard guy. They just throw them into. Yeah, he puts them in a room. conference room. And it's like, all right. Well, it's, no, it's actually a bedroom because uh, all the beds are covered in <laughs> bubble wrap. Did you notice they're covered in bubble wrap? <laughs> it's kind of horrible. Um, so, like, it's fine. That's just what happens in the story. But it's like, that's so sloppy. There's no logic to that. They should have just been killed like everyone else was killed. Um, right. But whatever. That just happens. I mean, there's things like that. There's, I mean, small things like the missile countdown is 150 seconds long. Like, sure. Okay, yeah. 150 yeah. seconds. Let's just really ease back on the stakes a little bit. Give you a little more time to you know, just silly things like that. Where odd choices, but whatever. Yeah, These are small weird. things. But we did get a Braveheart Tegan. You know, I, I hadn't heard uh, that Braveheart. in a while. That's a little yeah. doctor gives that to Tegan at some point. I, I listeners her. will recall that that this is not my favorite doctor. <laughs> although he does rate rate. Yeah, how did, how did you like? Uh, how did you like? him in this not not him and tegan and we all know you hate yeah. that but did oh, yeah. you like him that? more in this i that's what i was gonna say i actually did like him in this i think his the character of the doctor as he's playing him seems much more um understandable and solid now at this point in his run um i yeah i just overall like him better in this i think he he has some humorous moments i think he uh right, like even the sandwich the, the, or like the smell inside the, the smell inside the, the thing. That's like, what did weird, you eat? And whatever. Weird detail to, and then do a callback on that too. Yep. It's kind of strange. Um, yeah, Tegan's so I, look I, though I when like she him. smells him is is funny. She's like, oh yeah. my god, what this guy's. Disgusting. I mean, I like Tegan. I like Tegan. I like this doctor. I don't like their relationship. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I, I was just gonna say, I I I actually liked um, this doctor's performance. Uh, or characterization in this story. So that was kind of cool, at least. Um, yeah, what else do we need to talk about here? <laughs> Samurai reptile chickens, question mark? That's in my notes. Um, okay. So I think we're on the same page with that. Um, oh, I got, what do you think of the, the there was the, the UV light emitter thing yes. to kill the, kill the monster, which then I kind of really enjoyed the way that, was it... Um, it was Nilsson that gets killed by it. The other yeah. other saboteur bad guy. No, well, gets no, he, he by doesn't. It. He gets blinded by it, blinded. and at the same time, they're coming, and then the Silurians kill him, and then right, right. they turn and they're like, "And you're next," and that's the the cliffhanger. Right, right. Instead, they just take him away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was that was kind of fun, I guess. I don't know. There's there was a lot going on, yeah. but at the same time, well, like you said, it was a little bit like meh. there. There was a weird part when they were building that uh, super flashlight. Where the doctor's like, look over there, and they look over there, and he like does something, but it was right kind of stupid too. Well, just to make them look away, <laughs> they looked away, I guess, then, and then he set it off, and then, and then... The, he did the whole like make a wish thing with Tegan yes, the yeah, first yeah. time, and then he uses that again so that she knows to close her eyes. Oh, also, I just have to note this every time I notice it in these stories. There's a lot of running around, a lot of fighting, and Tegan's in heels the entire yeah. time. Limping. The poor thing, and she's climbing up into air vents. It's just the silliest thing that she's in heels. Um, anyway, just had to. Well, she, uh, that's what Concord teaches you. You have to. Concord. It's all about appearances, Dan. She's uh, flight trained. Um, all right. Well, Did we, we cover it all? all? Is this a short, there, short one? That's fine. I think really. we're done. I think we're done. Cool. Bye, everybody. Wait, no, we have other. No, we. To talk what, did, about. what did other people think of this, Dan? So there was a lot of uh talk about this let me let me just um i should have been ready for this i'm sorry well uh, while you're getting ready for this i know we had a couple of questions from uh, uh oh yeah listeners. you did that thing do that 
Yeah, we have. Uh, let's see if uh, if I'm here. Uh, Eric One of them. Do it okay, this, ask this... me anything on our Instagram account. Yeah, I did. Um, a, I did that cool. to see if anybody would write anything, and we got a couple. We got some. Only a couple. Yeah. So shame on most cool. of you for not participating. <laughs> You're all the worst. Yeah, you guys. You. you guys are terrible. Uh, let me see. People probably got freaked out by my. Uh, uh, response on one of them. Okay, so we that have pretty, this one comes good. from uh, Jamie G. Uh, this is an, actually a really interesting one, and I'm I'm not sure how I want to answer this, but which doctor wins in a fist fight? Which doc? Are we talking about classic era? Yeah, I, I I already have my answer because I actually saw this before. I haven't you. thought. I would this, say but... it was. I think it's going to be Pertwee. He's got the. Yeah. Uh, he looks like. He's going to be an easy kind of fun guy, but then I feel like he gets that blood. He'll get that bloodlust in his eyes, and he'll just take you down. He's like, he, we know about his judo chops. Uh, yeah, but right. I think of he would just keep beating you until you were a bloody pulp. I think uh, uh, Troughton is too nice. Uh, Hartnell, he's just too old and feeble. Tom right. Baker, he's got reach though. He's tall. He may he's got actually, reach, so he might kind of surprise you. I think, and I feel like Colin Baker is. Well, he's, he's just a kind of a big guy yeah, i feel like he's maybe known, he... he's prone to murder but i think he's prone to murdering he is prone to murder. people uh weaker in, that he perceives as weaker than him i feel like uh he would he yeah. would crumble i think uh what's the last the last doctor uh sylvester mccoy i think is just McCoy. too nice i feel yeah, like I he's just think... too nice yeah. to to really he doesn't have that uh killer instinct where i think pertwee would push it beyond what about you that i would say pertwee yeah that's my I, answer. I, I'm, I'm, Pert was the first that comes to mind because he wants to be an action hero so badly. But yeah. I think that it would be Colin Baker because he would go instantly into berserker rage and just start. Right, and you can't stop dirty. Him. You can't stop him. Yeah. It'd be it'd just be like windmills coming at you. So and they yeah, cause cancer. Go with Colin Baker. So I guess we're gonna have to write some fan fiction where uh, uh, Pert, we and Colin Baker uh, have to fight. Yep. So uh, we'll get on that. Okay. The next uh, one is from Kristaps. Uh, is Eric the real Eric? Or has he been replaced by a robot that thinks it's Eric? And unfortunately, I can't answer this. Because if I was a robot programmed to think that I was Eric, I wouldn't know that I wasn't Eric. Right. So See, I so, do know the answer, but I can't reveal that. Otherwise, Eric slash robot Eric would know yeah, right. the actual answer. And, and that they got to reboot me again. Or not. Uh, I have or a just strange, wipe your memory. I can't yeah, tell you. It's, it's a, a yeah. strange attraction to uh, uh, refrigerators. So I don't know. I don't know if with that... I actually don't have an attraction to refrigerators. I'm more of a dishwasher. Ah, <laughs> uh, spin cycle. So that's all we got from the uh, the Instagram. So while I, while oh I was doing goodness. that, uh, do that you are you happy. still gathering stuff? Because we also I've have got uh, other it. Stuff I've to got talk it. About. These are going to be probably a little bit out of order, but I did uh, put out on the Twitter machine, letting folks know that we were reviewing this, and we did get a significant amount of feedback. So everyone, buckle in while I read all of them and stumble over my words. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Bernard on uh, Twitter says, hmm, it's my least favorite story uh, of my favorite doctor. It has problems. A, it's, uh, it has an earth shock light script. Uh, two, uh, old monsters are not reintroduced properly. Uh, three, above all, the directed action scenes are as dire as any who ever. Uh, Davison and the two companions are great in it, though. Okay. What do you th- what do you think about that? I mean, I think, I think the action scenes accurate. were pretty pretty bad as well. I mean, kung fu kung fu lady uh, alone just knocks the whole thing down. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. Um, 
the aforementioned Kristaps uh, uh, on Twitter says, apparently the paint on the uh, Mirka was not completely dry before filming, and I've been told it rubs off on actors and sets. I will rewatch with attentive eyes. I didn't notice that, so if you did, uh, let us know, because I'm not rewatching this story. What was, it? Uh, what was that? That the, the paint on the hippopotamus horse yeah. uh, didn't dry before they started filming. So it was smudging <laughs> off on people and sets, which is kind of awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, that's pretty great. Were they under uh, the gun, like, to get this thing done? It's, no, or? It's, the first, it's the first story of the of the season. Like, you feel like they would have the yeah, most... But you never know. Time. Sometimes this was planned for uh, some other right. thing. Who knows? Maybe, but right. I, I don't see. Uh, Rob says, uh, bring back the America. Okay, that would be interesting to see that come back again. Um, oh, Bernard completes his thought about a uh, uh, fourth point on the story that uh, Ingrid Pitt, who everyone knows as uh, Dr. Solo or Kung Fu Lady, uh, Ingrid Pitt is dosed up to her tits with cocaine. Oh. I mean, sure. I don't know if that's canon. or if that's I the, hope that's Maybe canon. the character is. Maybe the character is, and in that secret chemical storeroom, she's been cooking up a supply a la, uh, you know, Breaking Bad. Yeah, so and you got to keep that stuff up. dry, especially underwater. It's going to be hard. It's going to, yeah, more paranoia. It explains the paranoia. Yep. Uh, Misfit Gully says, loved the updated Silurians, hmm. but but the America really let the show down. I seem to remember a zip or Velcro opening on the back of the creature not closed correctly. I'm only on episode 35 of the pod, so I won't hear this for a while. Love the pod, guys. Oh, happy new year. Thank you so much. Well, um, thank you. Yeah, so there was... Oh, that's one thing we didn't actually mention is the the way that they kill. The, you mentioned the gas that they release into the into the mm-hmm. base that kills them. It's this hexachromium something something. Um, it was a kind of cool effect the first time we see one of the sea devils get sprayed with it, and his face completely melts down into a pile of goo, which was you know that's kind of a fun thing. We yeah, don't see that, that very often. Melt, melt, nope. Melting aliens. Actually, we have seen that a couple of times. I, I take that back. Um, but yeah, the costumes were not awesome. You definitely do see some of the zips and. Uh, <laughs> the Velcro on the back. No, uh, the budget great. was definitely uh, seemingly not there. Straining a little bit on this one. Yeah. Uh, Sleep Horse says, Doctor Sleep Who Stories. Sleep Horse? What a great Sleep. name. Oh, sorry. Sheep Horse. I can't okay. read words. Sheep Horse. Not, Still a great name. Sheep Horse. Not as good. <laughs> not as good. Uh, first of all, no. could you change your name to Sleep Horse? Second of all, uh, your, your tweet was Doctor Who Stories often soared above dodgy production values on the strength of the writing. This is not one of those times. Yes, yeah. That half-flooded set in episode one is cool, though. I, I, that was the best cliffhanger of the entire story was between one and two, where the Doctor falls off the bridge. Falling into, into the water. Into the water. And Turlo's um, like, immediately, he's, he's drowned. Dead. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Well, he was doing And he does that several times in this whole thing, is the yeah. leave whoever it is. They're dead. Yeah, we don't need to help here. anyone. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So, I mean, but that, that set, maybe that's where all the money went, was, was flooding maybe. the BBC studio so they could do that. Or maybe the studio was flooded, and that's what made them decide to do an underwater story. They didn't have the money to fix it. Um, another thing we didn't mention, I'm, great, I'm glad we're doing this, um, that we had, we didn't even talk about, what's her name? Uh, 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 who? The other who? lady in this, the Preston. Other lady. Preston, who was the Which other. Which one was Miss Preston? She was. The, oh yes, 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 yes. Yes, Preston. Um, she helps them out. Uh, she's the one that helps the doctor build the UV super flashlight. Um, yeah, until she, she gets murdered, killed in the chemical st- chemical store. 
Um, but I feel like they could have prevented her death before you jump on. I feel like that whole thing where she was like, nobody even truly tried to help her. It was almost like they used her death to kill the other thing because that's that other guy. The guy waited till after she died to spray the the gas on on the right, right, right. But she kind of ended up being I liked her more than a person. She seemed I I liked um, her as well. But one of the things I was going to mention is she, as well as two security guards, I think two, at least two security guards, go into the TARDIS unaccompanied. Yes. yes. Which was kind of cool. Um, it wasn't locked, normally, so they had no problem getting I in. I normally think of the TARDIS as being locked, but yeah. apparently they left it unlocked. And they go in. She doesn't have the whole bigger on the inside moment, which is more of a new who thing anyway, but didn't really seem phased by the fact that it's a little box with big on the inside. And there's a door. No, I she thought says, she go, did. Go invest- I thought she well, looked I mean, it, pretty Yes, but it wasn't over the top. It was, it was like... Yeah understated is all i'm saying they didn't make a big deal out of it it to my mind anyway but the fact that we have we have three people who are not traveling with the doctor unaccompanied in the tardis uh was pretty interesting she sends the two guards off to go investigate off to the side to the uh, on the other side of the control room uh, who knows they might still be trapped in the tardis in some place uh in the swimming pool or something um anyway so that was that was cool uh, going back to the Twitter, James H. says, Great cliffhanger to part one. Hey, just said that. And uh, I think any other comments on this one might get a Twitter ban. So, James, we're putting, marking you down in the not a fan column for this one. Yeah, sounds like there's nobody so far that's been a fan. <laughs> no. Um, I think, yeah, the best we're getting is people kind of like the story somewhat, but not the way it was done. Uh, coming back to our friend Sleepy Sheephorse. Uh, possibly the slowest monster in Doctor Who history, and that is no mean feat in a show with Cybermen, Daleks, and Ice Warriors plotting around. Uh, and then uh, they request that I, I don't be sparing with the gifts, by the way. This story has some crazy There's action. so many very gifts, I imagine, that you're going to be very tired. Yes, yeah, it's going to take me a long time. And I don't make the gifts ahead of time because I want to make sure that whatever we discuss, if they need a gift, I have to capture them. So... It's going to be a couple of days of fun. Uh, Nitro9 says, I tend to recommend skipping this one and just Google the Mirka. Uh, but here we are. You can't get that time back, and we'll never know what that chap was eating to make his uniform so smelly. At least now there will be more Mirka gifts in the world. Thanks for that. You are my heroes. Uh, so much quality time with Mirka. Gifts safely. So, yeah, Speaking of that, let's requests. stick with that guy again. Yeah, so yeah. many people yeah, yeah. are murdered in this uh, story, but they do make a point of saying that guy's still alive before he takes his clothes. And I guess that's because Turlo's the one that shocked him, and you can't have one of the quote-unquote good guys murdering, although they murder eh, all the time. Turlo does it later, and he's he not does really it a good guy. Yeah, he, so so it, it was just a weird thing. I don't know. Like they, He was on the ground, and the doctor takes his pulse, and he's like, he'll live. And then he takes yeah. all his clothes off. It was just uh, that whole thing was just weird. Very he could strange. just as easily have found it hanging in a closet or something right right and then that would have avoided the whole uh troop of guards yeah the truth and they the literally the walk right by and there's a naked yeah. mate who knows what goes when you're down there dan uh in a sea lab things As happen we all know. you get you get lonely stuff gets weird you get lonely at Quick. night everybody's eating sandwiches uh it's a snorting cocaine yes it's fun uh okay um this is a family friendly uh podcast i'm gonna because we're talking about cocaine i'm gonna say uh this one from phil b says uh this story it's utter horse poop poop okay um so phil uh definitely does not like this one um marking you again down in the uh yeah not a fan column no so far again nobody likes it nobody likes it so far great i'm so glad we somebody recommended this to us though did we just 
maybe someone's trolling yeah, us. Yeah, we had like that live show and it. then everybody threw out one. Maybe they just put it on there because they wanted to see how much we'd hate it. <laughs> see if we could tolerate I, it. I, again, hey, I, I, we're fine. I, I've seen We've worse. Done worse. We've yeah, done worse. I've seen worse than this. I don't think it's... Uh, the World Enough in Time podcast uh, says... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> liked Preston and, at the time, the shock value of everyone dying. But because that became normal in Eric Soward's script-edited Who, it feels lazy and annoying now. Um, it does feel like that happens a lot. Yeah, the more. ending is a real bummer. And it's like... It's a super bummer ending. And the doctor like, like looks the into time. the That's camera awesome. and he's like, we could have did it differently. It's like, we'll do it differently. <laughs> you're, yeah. the, you're the one in charge. <laughs> there should have been some other way, but nah, we couldn't yeah, get to it. so fine. fine. Um, I B... Uh, the, is the name on Twitter? IP uh, ignore the pantomime horse. See, ignore the pantomime horse, and the story itself was excellent. In fact, the Fifth Doctor era was excellent overall, just underfunded. Um, yeah, so that's your opinion, but yeah, I, I, again, we said the same thing. The, the story was better than the production of itself. So. Agree. Uh, Ma Holmes says, I remember being fairly impressed by part one on first transmission. The story plummeted off in overhead gantry after that, though, although the ending was memorably poignant. Fairly poignant ending, as we've described. Agreed. Uh, Uncle Beard says, imagine this. Okay, here, Eric, a thought experiment for you. Yes. Imagine this story as a Troughton story. Hold on, let me with try. Jamie. Okay, get, get your yep. head, head space. I'm ready? where. Okay. okay. Someone's got um, a slide whistle. Go. Yep. Uh, Troughton story with Jamie and Zoe in black and white, and you have a good second or third tier Who story. Bring the lightning down and swifter editing of the America, and it would have been much better. So what what would you do as a thought experiment? Would would you think this would be better served as a black and white story with the second uh, Doctor with Zoe and Jamie? We're not super... Yeah, I don't know. I like Zoe. We only oh, had one Zoe story, two, I think. right? Mine robber. Was she a mine robber? And no, she was not. Jamie. Jamie was. Um, she was in. Wasn't Zoe a mine robber? Uh, she was in the one where <laughs> Troughton is the the evil president of Earth. Uh, there's that one. You know what I'm talking about? No, she uh, wasn't. That's Victoria. Yeah. Oh, Zoe is like the, oh, you're yeah, right. Zoe Victoria. was like the cool like um, oh right she was like a, a super yeah, she was super smart and but she was also like kicking and st- I don't know she was great I think she was you're I right. think I was right. right I we think have, she was we have in, missed a whole bunch of the, yeah what, we haven't seen yeah those I think she was in Mind Robber she seems cool but I, t- t- black and white would probably be pretty good and I agree 100 percent with the editing and the yeah. previous thing whether it was the, I think the writer that if it was a smaller creature if it wasn't this big lumbering thing even if you kept it with this doctor would be a hundred times better yeah but uh, yeah trout and I could definitely see this feels, black and white this feels like an older because of the whole monster monster yeah. movie aspect of it. Would be good, but again, just a although sm- if it had picture. been a Troughton story, it would have been a six-parter. Um, obviously, it's, it's also were, just a weird choice. It's a weird choice to have the Silurians as your main bad guy, who then employ two separate yeah. bad guys under them. So you have it like the Mitch McConnells, and you have the Snuffleupagus creature. Like, pick one yeah. and yeah. make it work. Right, right, right. I agree with that. You know, I those samurai, the samurai mechanical, uh, McConnells could have been in the shadows, you know, slicing fools down with their with their samurai swords, right? And instead get of rid slowly of the, lumbering, the, 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 yeah, they could they could have been sneaky and slow instead yeah. of like lumbering and 
Yeah, I agree. We're going to rewrite this. Don't worry. We're it's on it, guys. Fine. Phil B. again comes back to say, can I say again? It's really utter horse. Boop, boop. Uh, yes, you can, and you just did. Uh, Maholm says again in parentheses, there should have been another way. Being one of those who phrases that is used occasionally that used to occasionally slip out at inappropriate moments. Um, I could see that one being uh, a fan favorite of uh, weird lines to reference in Who. Anyway, so thank you for that, and also thank you for Doctor Who Unwoke, uh, who just moments ago posted a GIF of um, uh, Doctor Solo <coughs> Kung Fu chopping the the monster. Nice, doing your work for you. Look yeah. At that. So thank you. That's one less GIF I'll have to make. Um, so that's that's pretty awesome. Thank you guys yeah, for that, uh, Eric. We, got we have. We have more. But wait, there's more. I'm sorry for everyone who's still hanging on. I'm sure that you enjoy this uh, as much as we do. Uh, we have a new podcast review. Did we read this one? We have No, two, we did not read this. We this have is a new two one. new podcast <gasps> reviews, at least in the Eric, U.S. store. You you do it. Uh, this is your favorite thing in the world. I Do we also have one in the, the uh, overseas? All I have is one from the U.S., so this is late. There's okay, so I have then. two. I have two new U.S. stores. Yes. It's a birthday Finally. miracle. Uh, maybe three. Did we l- do the one about the monkeys, infinite number of monkeys, trying to write a positive yes. review of this podcast? Okay, we, fine. We did that one. All right, so this one comes to us uh, from A. Kingsley 81. A lifeboat for those adrift in a sea of Urhu. You are who. I'm not following what that is. It's a new who. New who, but it's you are who. Urhu. Urhu. Sure. That's fine. Uh, Five stars. Thank you. I've struggled for years to get into the OG Doctor Who, but there's just so much of it uh, that who knows where to begin. The old Doctor Who show knows. Uh, The old Doctor Who show remembers. Uh, Remember Pepperidge Farm? What kind of weird darkness was going on at Pepperidge Farm? It was like the reverse of the Vegas thing where you don't remember what happens in Vegas. You can with prostitutes and everything's fine with Vegas. Uh, But Pepperidge Farm, they remember. They knew. Yeah, it's like you. We will follow you. Live sketch about that. About uh, Pepperidge Farm. Yeah, about that phrase specifically, which is a creepy phrase. All right, so the old Doctor Who show knows. Eric and Dan have been the perfect hosts for my journey. They aren't know-it-alls. Or, no. com- or completists. They watch nope. from a place of love and interest, and they don't mind, quote, jumping the timeline and missing yeah. episodes here and there, sure. so you aren't bogged down with the same thing for too long. TODWS is honest, <laughs> funny, and accessible to those who just want to mm-hmm. jump into a specific episode. I'm nearing the end of the Tom Baker era, and I'm looking forward to their support and guidance during the much ballyhooed dark ages of Doctor 5, 6, and 7. Also, I hope to hear my review read on the air. Just happened. It, it will be like getting a time-traveling voicemail to myself. Did you remember to buy milk? I didn't mean for that to sound as evil as it did, but that's uh, now you know to <laughs> buy milk. Evil. Uh, keep oh, up I'm, the good I'm work, also, fellas. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. That's really nice. Um, what he meant by er, er who? It, yeah. We're adrift in the sea of classic Doctor Who, and where do you begin? Er who is the original er. I knew that. I, I think of what it was. Okay, okay. Obviously. So we're thank you for, for considering us a good guide um, to jumping into 50 years, 50 plus years of Doctor Who. Um, that's the whole reason we did it because we didn't know where to start either. So that's kind of yep. I'm glad that so we're doing it together. Joining us on and maybe this journey. yeah, maybe one day we will have that old Doctor Who show book that I've been wanting to do that Dan is like, nope. 
Uh, I'll so we'll do just, a book. We'll Let's do a book. We'll tease that out there. All right. So the, this next up is the <laughs> old doctor. This is uh, coming from Cyberradsy. 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 Old Doctor Who fans rejoice. Five stars. Thank you. If you are a fan of old Doctor Who or just an old Doctor Who fan, this is the show for you. Dan and Eric, that's me and you, discover the classic Doctor Who episodes and share their thoughts with snappy banter and side-splitting quips. Their chemistry together (laughs) is perfect. Not a rehashing of the episode, rather a celebration of it. Following along with them by watching the Classic Who episodes on the show schedule, then listen to this podcast. I wish there were DVD commentaries this good. Thank you very much. And for BBC people out there, we're able to do BBC uh, commentaries to just call us up. Let's go. Uh, Yeah. You can contact us at theolddoctorwhoshow at gmail.com. Speaking of the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com. Yes, and thank you very much email. again for that last uh, review. Oh, yeah, those, yep. those reviews were awesome. They were great. Thank you. Um, uh, our friend uh, Paul writes to us um, about Warriors of the Deep. Um, Warriors of the Deep has my favorite fifth Doctor team. I like that Turlo is never fully trusted by the Doctor, and Tegan is not afraid to get stuck in making them different to other companions. Okay. Uh, one thing that struck me as unusual is that the enemy within in this story are not working with the alien attackers. Compare that with Cybermen or Dalek stories where the opposite is true. Where the enemy within in this story are not working with the alien attackers. Right, right. Oh, the fact yeah, that they're... Right. they're so, the, so there's the actually like, are on their own There's kind of journey. four enemies, really, when you think about it. Yes. There's the Silurians, the uh, Mitch McConnells, the Hippo Horse, yep. and then there and are the, the saboteurs. Yeah, the, uh, saboteurs. That is pretty pretty unusual, um, and that that all yeah that's pretty cool. Uh, the America costume gets a lot of flack, and rightly so. But the rest of the costumes are fine. I would say fine is an overstatement. <laughs> and the base set feels expansive. The set did actually feel expansive, but I again I keep thinking about what it would have been like if it had been more like Alien, the movie, um, in terms of tone. Anyway, uh, I wouldn't show this as an introduction to Classic Who, but it's a fun one to watch once you appreciate the show's limited budget. Yeah, can you imagine if we had started this earlier uh, in our run? We wouldn't have been here five years, probably. We probably would have had a a conversation off air. (laughs) (laughs) We would have finally started our Twin Peaks uh, (laughs) podcast instead. Damn it. What could have been. Uh, Yeah. Oh, well, could have been great. So thank you for that review. Uh, again, you can uh, email us your thoughts at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com. You can tweet us at uh, on Twitter at TODW show. Same on the Instagram. Instagram, where the gifts will be posted, and Eric did his Ask Me Anything. Maybe we'll yeah, do and some we'll more stuff on there. Yeah, and we'll probably do that. I think we'll, I That's would like to do that every the weekend show. Before the, yeah. The we- oh, is it better for Friday, us to do Saturday. the weekend before the show, or just do it after the show, and then... Both of us, if you dr- direct a question to Dan, Dan will do a video response. If you direct it to me, I'll do a video Ooh. response. So He's we could put a could, lot on us here. It's a lot on sure. us. Well, we're thinking about that. So uh, we'll about follow it. the Instagram account. The Facebook account is still active, I guess, but I'm not on Facebook. Dan's not on Facebook. It's no. it's like the, the an abandoned city. So I don't know what's going on there. If anyone's posted on there, like sending us a message or asking us the questions, we're not ignoring you. Sorry. We just don't have access to it, so uh, please use any of the other uh, things for now. And you can create a uh, fan page if you want to. And you can create a conversation create over a there. That would be kind of awesome. Yep. Uh, oh, do we have any stickers left, Eric? Yeah, we should have stickers. Uh, I've been sending them out. I know 
Someone contacted us uh, yep. from the UK that wants to, she, she said something about saving some for her, so those are saved. But honestly, I got plenty, so you can uh, send in to P.O. Box 2131 Red Bank, New Jersey, uh, 07701. Just include a self-addressed stamped envelope, uh, and that'll make it easier for me, and I will throw them in the mail for you. That would be very awesome. Um, what do we have coming up as our next oh, story? Oh, well. As this round two has been going, we are cycling through doctors. So we've hit the end with Peter Davison because we've done all of the Baker or Colin Baker ones at this point. So we're back to um, Planet of Giants. Uh, This is a Hartnell story, uh, which I'm not super into. But we did every Colin Baker and every Sylvester McCoy. That are available on BritBox. That are available to us, right. Which may be all of them, for all I know. But yeah, we've done all well, of them. Well, we did all the Sylvesters. We just didn't have... That's, that's, I just Isn't that weird? That we're yeah, just we've done all of them. We're cycling through these doctors now um, instead. Yep. Anyway, I'm going to miss Sylvester McCoy because I really liked him so much. Yeah, eventually we're going to run out of uh, uh, Peter Sanity? Davison's, right? I mean, we're not doing every... We've that's done right, every... Con- I think we've done every Colin Baker one. I'm not sure that we did. I know we did every McCoy. If there's the, uh, anyone, yeah, the, if the you guys feel two, like there's, yeah, the round, if there's a Colin Baker uh, that we missed that you think we should <laughs> stick in here just for variety, so we don't keep doing the same first four doctors over and over again, I would enjoy that. Um, just to have someone to did, hate on a little bit. I think we did all of them though. Okay. In well, any case, we'll if out. you yeah, <laughs> if we missed one, let us know. But this second yeah. round two list is based 100 percent on listeners' yes feedback. Yeah. Uh, so if there's something so on looking... this list that we didn't cover, send it to us. I I tell you this, I don't want to do any more Hartnell stories, and I uh, you know maybe some Trout ones, but I prefer the '70s. So if there's like a Pertley yeah. story uh, or a Baker story on here, please or Colin Baker that we missed might be cool as well. But like we I said, mi- that's cool. I'm glad you guys did that. I'm assuming there's going to be some other stinkers in here that they just want to see us suffer through. So I'm looking, kind of looking forward to those as well. Yeah. So we'll find out. All so, right. uh, yeah, Planet of Giants coming up in three weeks. So thank you, folks, for that. Uh, otherwise, I think, Eric. I think we're, I think done. we're done. Yeah, we I thought it was going to be short, but we ended up pushing beyond the hour. So thank you, folks. I wasn't recording, okay. though. Oh, we no, got to do it again. We should start over. Let's start over. No, that's okay. a that's a welcome to the old Doctor Who. Yeah, okay. no, never no, again. Never again. All right, Dan. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bye, everybody. Twenty. Bye, everybody. Yeah. All right, it's gonna be great.